How do you know when you need to stick up for what you want, ask for what you need, or let something go? Welcome back to the Therapy for Real Life podcast. This is not therapy, this is real life. And I'm excited to talk with you today, continuing on in our conversation about relationship superpowers. This whole topic of how to know if you should ask for something. And you might have something really specific in mind that you want to ask for from someone else, such as a raise at work or, hey, honey, could you take out the garbage? You might be asking someone to change their behavior or to stop doing something that no longer works for you. And yet, we've talked before in the podcast about this idea of inner wisdom, and we talked about the DBT concept of wise mind and knowing what's important to you. So of course you you start with that centeredness of, of knowing what you want, and at the same time, depending on the context that you're in, it can feel really muddy and really unclear of whether or not you Um, should speak up and say something and ask to get that need met. Sometimes you can feel unsure. So what I like about the DBT skills, and as you know, the Therapy for Real Life podcast is not therapy. It's translating therapy concepts into everyday self-care skills. What I really like about the DBT skills is that you can pick and choose the strategies that are most helpful to you. So what we're talking about today is really how to get a sense for yourself of, you know, how strong those feelings are that you have about a certain issue and how to know if those strong feelings are matched to what the environment can can give you, right? So sometimes people feel a little unsure. Am I asking too much? Am I making... Uh, too big of a deal, or should I be paying more attention to that? So let's look at a tool that might be helpful to you um, as you ask yourself those questions. And the cool thing about DBT and Marsha Linehan is she's tried to make these um, resources and, in fact, a lot of useful handouts available to anyone who wants to use them. So if you go online and Google... DBT skills training, handouts, and worksheets, what you should find eventually is there's a whole packet of handouts that clients can use or any person can look up and use because Marsha Linehan wanted these to be free and accessible to folks. Therapists or um, coaches who are getting trained on how to use the DBT skills have another manual that they can purchase and get trained on and Um, go through all of that. But any person can access these skills. So I'm going to walk you through the concepts that you'll find in a handout that DBT calls evaluating options for whether or how intensely to ask for something or say no. And if you're following along, this is on page 131, but I'm going to walk you through it. So if you were looking at the handout right along with me, the first thing you would see is that um, there are two scales that we're going to look at. And 
you know what this reminds me of a little bit? I don't know if you're in my same generation or not, but, you know, when I was a teenager or a tween, I remember in the back of um, YM magazines or maybe GQ had this too. They used to have little quizlets that you could go through and answer, you know, does my boyfriend or girlfriend love me or, you know, what should I be when I grow up? All of those little quizlets. And um, what I like about DBT is it takes these higher level, very big concepts, and it puts these in, um, you know, these ideas into these little accessible tools like the quizlets that you would find at the back of those old school magazines. So um, let's go through the concepts here and see if it makes you think of anything or um, if you have any reactions. So when you look at the handout, you'll see on, um, on the two sides, on the one hand, there's a scale, one to 10. And this just shows you that there are actually levels or um, levels of intensity of how strongly you might ask for something. This is a scale of how strongly you might push or advocate, advocate or squeaky wheel an issue, you know, to bring something up over and over again. So the scale goes from one to 10. And on one end of the scale, it's don't ask, don't hint, right? So this is not even, oh, did you know that my birthday is coming up? No, you're not even mentioning it. You've removed your birthday from all the social media reminders that people might get. This is low level, right? And then two, just scaling that up a little bit, is hint indirectly, take no. So that might be that example of, oh, yeah, my birthday's coming up, right? I don't have any plans. Three is hint openly, take no. Four, ask tentatively, take no. Five, ask gracefully, take no. And just look at the subtle differences as we go up in the scale. So what's the difference between ask gracefully, take no, five, and ask confidently, take no, six. Seven, ask confidently, resist no. Eight, ask firmly, resist no. Nine, ask firmly, insist, negotiate, keep trying. Number 10, this is as high as it gets, ask and don't take no for an answer. So just this alone, the first time I saw this, there was a lot of learning for me because a lot of times people think of making a decision or asking for a change or asking for help as it can feel like a black or white issue. You either do it or not that black and white thinking tends to come up during stress. People tend to feel kind of rigid in their thinking. So this alone, when you think of that fact that when you ask for something, just that knowledge to know that you might scale the level of your ask, the intensity with how strongly you feel about it and not just how strongly you feel about it. That might feel like emotion mind, or there might be kind of a hot temperature behind it. What we're going to look at here with this tool is there are actually about 10 active ingredients, and each one may or may not get a point on this scale, depending on how you personally 
scale something for yourself. Um, and we'll play around with this. Let's test it out like that little quiz at the back of a magazine. I'm going to read through what DBT says are the 10 considerations that you should ask yourself. And as you walk through this list and listen along with me, I want you to think of an issue in your life. And uh, the fact is you can think of either something you personally are thinking about asking for, right? Whether it's a support or help or information or consideration or a raise or a benefit. Think of something you're, you've at least considered asking for. You might feel kind of stuck or unsure. Or you could pick something that someone has asked of you and you're trying to weigh, um, maybe you have an inkling you'd rather say no but you're not sure if this is a good situation to say no, you could test that, the same tool out for that, right? So going back to that scale, saying no, going from 1 to 10 on the 1, the low level is do what the other person wants you to do without even being asked. So this is that PTA mom or dad who shows up to the bake sale and makes all the different baked goods every time, but no one even asked them to, and they feel mad about it. That could happen, right? Or the software engineer who stays till 11 p.m. at the office and feels tired and burnt out, and nobody asked them to, right? So they're offering that themselves, right? So that would be on the, all the way at the one end of the spectrum, you know, saying no. Two would be don't complain, do it cheerfully. Three, do it, even if you're not cheerful about it. Four, do it, but show that you'd rather not. Five, say you'd rather not, but do it gracefully, right? This is that kind of, oh, I'd rather not, but if you don't find anyone else, like, you know, sure, I could do that. Six, say no confidently, but reconsider. Seven, say no confidently and resist saying yes. Eight, say no firmly, resist saying yes. Nine, say no firmly, resist, negotiate, keep trying. And 10, just don't do it. Actions speak way louder than words. And so if you're at the max, you're at a 10, this is a non-negotiable, don't do it, okay? So that's where you might end up, but let's find out how you might get there. Now that you have an issue that's top of mind and you're trying to think about whether or not this is something you should ask for or advocate for, or you are thinking about whether or not you can say no, let's go through some things that you're going to think about. So number one, let's consider capacity. When you think of asking someone for something, let's say a raise at work, is the person that you're asking, whether it's a company, organization, or other, is that person able to give you what you want? Are they capable? So if you ask for a raise at work, do you know anything about the budget? Is anyone else getting a raise? Is there capacity there? And if there is, then you give yourself a point for that, yes. Um, if someone's asking something of you, do you have what the person wants, right? So just kind of considering that if a family member is asking you for a loan, for example, 
do you have money in your account to do that? If you do not, that's a pretty clear zero for, for that point, right? We're going to go and look at 10 different considerations. Okay, number two, priorities. Priorities is going to be a mix of um, really when you think about, if you go back to the self-care and relationships episode, it looks at three critical ingredients when you look at your priorities. You're balancing your personal goals and objectives. You're balancing the state of your relationship. And you're also balancing the state of your relationship with yourself. So for this category of priorities, DBT asks, you know, the issue that you picked, are your goals here very important, right? If it's, if it's no big deal, you would decrease the intensity here. If it's pretty important to you, you know, you think about this when you wake up and you go to sleep at night, you would increase the intensity. Same thing. You're going to balance that out with the state of your relationship. What's most important here? Are you trying to get your needs met? Are you trying not to rock the boat? Are you trying to express dignity and self-respect? Right? So number two asks you what your priorities are. And if this issue that you picked is high priority, go ahead and give yourself a point for that. If it's low priority or mm, not as important as other things, you would scale that back. Self-respect. You might want to ask yourself a few things. If you're, if you're considering asking someone to do something for you, hmm, do you usually do things for yourself, right? Is this unusual that you would ask someone to help you? Do you have a track record or a reputation of handling things for yourself if you can? And if that's, that's the case and this is an intentional ask, you might want to give a point for that. Are you careful to avoid acting help, helpless when you are not, right? So you would raise the intensity. On the flip side, if someone's asking something of you and you're trying to figure out whether to, to say yes or no, will saying no make you feel bad about yourself or guilty, right? Even if you're in that kind of wise mind, would you feel hmm, like you were missing out on something important if you had to say no? Okay, number four, rights. Is the person required by law or moral code to give you what you want, right? So there may be, you know, a restraining order or a property contract, or even when you look at religious moral codes, like the if you're both part of the Roman Catholic Church, that might... Uh, say something about how you both agree to do things. And, and we do look at consent in that case. But, you know, does the part, does the, do you have a right to what you're asking for? Number five, authority. Are you responsible for directing the person or telling the person what to do? So are you that person's manager? Are you, you know, uh, deemed by the state of where you live to do certain tasks? Um, are you a shareholder to an organization? Are you a stakeholder? Um, and this one asks specifically, do you have authority over that other person? Sometimes you do, sometimes you do not. 
Six, relationship. Is what you are asking for appropriate to the current relationship? So if you're talking about keeping, you know, dirty dishes out of the sink, is it appropriate that you would talk about that with your roommate? Sure is. If you're talking about, um, you know, asking someone for a loan, mm, co-worker is probably not the best person, right? Unless you have a really special, specific relationship with that person that is within the context of that relationship, right? So in another case, if someone's asking something of you, is it appropriate to your current relationship? And you are allowed to be mindful here of thinking about the state of affairs currently. Number seven, look at long-term versus short-term goals. So, will not asking for what you want keep the peace now, but create problems in the long run, right? So if you're kind of nervous about rocking the boat, but over the long term, you won't get your needs met, and that's a big deal, you're going to want to give yourself a point here. Uh, Similarly, if giving in to what the other person wants keeps the peace now, but the long-term welfare of that relationship is jeopardized, you really need to think mindfully of whether or not you can afford to continue doing that thing if you really need to say no. Number eight, give and take. What have you done for the other person lately? If you're thinking about asking for a raise at work, you know, have you proven your track record? Do you have a good portfolio? Do you show up to work at time? Do you follow policies and procedures? Do you give good ideas? At home, do you take the garbage out just as much as you ask the other person to? And if not that, do you do something else? Do you do emotional labor? Do you do social planning? Do you take care of other needs of the household? So look at that give and take, and is that balanced? and scale up or down. Number nine. So number nine and number 10 is if you're, you know, if you have an inkling of what you're trying to ask for or whether or not to say no to something, this is where you're going to get a little more extra credit if you're looking for it. So nine asks, have you done your homework? Do you know all the facts that you need to know for this situation? So if you're asking for something, have you thought through the words that you would say? to that person? Have you thought through what they might need to know? If you're saying no to something, is the other person's request clear? Do you know what you're saying no to? And number 10, timing. This is the other part where you have a lot of influence and control. Is this a good time to ask? Right? So you might not want to ask for something the day that the newspaper headline says something like, this is the worst day in all of history to, um, you know, make a request for something with the financial recession, right? If you're asking for a raise or something like that. Same thing for relationships. So, you know, is the person in the mood for listening and paying attention? Are you catching the person when he or she is likely to say yes? Or if someone's asking something of you, is this a bad time to say no? Sometimes if you say no, it actually jeopardizes future opportunities. 
or damages the relationship? Should you hold off answering for a while? That's called an assertive delay. Can you give yourself more time? Right? So go back to that original issue that you, you thought about in the beginning, that you were feeling stuck, that you were feeling stuck thinking through. And whether you're thinking of asking someone else to do something for you or someone's asking for something of you, I'm going to repeat those 10 categories and I want you to just gently give yourself a point or not for each one. There's going to be a total of 10. So I want you to just kind of ask yourself where you fall on that scale of intensity. So number one, capability, is there capacity? Two, priorities, how big of an issue is this for you? Three, self-respect, right? Four, rights. Five, authority. Six, relationship. Seven, long-term versus short-term needs and goals. Eight, give and take. What's the balance? Nine, are you prepared and have you done your homework? 10, timing. Okay, good. So now that you have a number in your mind, you get to go back to that original scale. And, you know, one is don't ask, don't hint. You know, just go ahead and go with the flow, do what's being asked. You know, middle of the road would be somewhere around ask. You know, four would be ask. Hmm, what do you think about this idea? That's kind of floating something out there, but definitely taking no. Versus a little stronger on the spectrum would be six or seven. Asking confidently, maybe taking no, but resisting it. Versus eight, nine, or ten, right? If you're feeling really ready, this is something that's super important to you. It's really inherent, you know, to your core, and you've thought about it, and you put the time in to prepare, that might be a 10. That could be a 9 or a 10. And what does that tell you? So what I'm curious for you to think about, and I invite you to reach out and let me know what you think of this tool. You can find me at therapyforreallife.com, but I'm really curious to hear whether that number matches and if that um, if there's something to this research around the fact that our mood is tied to um, getting our needs met and how capable we feel in getting our own needs met. So I hope you enjoy using this strategy. Feel free to look up more DBT tools in the rest of the podcast or in the DBT handouts that I mentioned before. You'll find more self-care listicles, resources, in-person counseling in the Bay Area and online for residents in California through my website, therapyforreallife.com. Have a fantastic day. Mm -hmm.